What is going on, badass music lovers? My name is Judd Haley. I'm a musician and a creator. And this is Brews and Eats with Badass Peeps. This is episode number one of Brews and Eats with Badass Peeps, where I sit down with some of the badasses in entertainment industry and ask them the questions that matter. Today, you're in for a treat. We have local artist Timothy Howe talking about how to go from your day job straight into full-blown music career mode. Get your listening caps on, grab a notebook, because this episode is packed full of badass information for you. concept of this segment is to get other local musicians and national musicians and ask them all the same questions, share something with you guys. Maybe you've never met Tim before and, and want to be introduced to him. His music's incredible. Oh, so shucks. why don't we start by you telling us a little bit about yourself. Local musician, I grew up in Lakeville, as did Judd. So we've known each other forever, but uh, I didn't really stumble on music until I went to college. and. Uh, I fell in love with it hard, and so I just started playing out, playing little shows here and there, and uh, eventually turned it into my career, and now I play about 250 shows a year, uh, all over Twin Cities, kind of tri-state, Wisconsin, uh, the Dakotas a little bit, Iowa, and down to uh, Nashville and Lake Tahoe, and uh, yeah, just uh, feel very fortunate, love what I do, and. Have a good time doing it. Get I to, love that. Get to drink beers with guys like you. And of course, I knew most of that, so the the magic isn't exactly there. But I do want to talk about um, a brief moment that I saw uh, Lars, the drummer from Metallica, interviewing Dave Grohl. Yes. Did you watch I, that? I think I've seen this. Okay. So he, Dave Grohl, just released an album, and so one of these YouTube series, we're talking about. How many can shows do you play consecutively? Dave thought for a second and he goes, one or two. And Lars goes, you play doubles? <laughs> yeah, not even kidding you. And meanwhile, I'm just floored, I'm flabbergasted because because we are we are guys that play like six, seven shows in a row. Yeah. And uh, Dave's response was, yeah, and even sometimes three. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. right. Like, I'd like to get to that that spot in my career where I'm like floored by guys like me who play. How do you play God. six shows in a row? I've talked to some other musicians that you know they might just play weekends here and there. And when they ask me about like my schedule, I'm like, yeah, I basically have house gigs like five nights a week with yeah. the occasional like Sunday or Tuesday thrown in there, and they're like. So you play like every night basically? I'm like, yeah, yeah pretty much. I think the most I ever did in one month was uh, 33 shows. That's If you count that, that is more shows <laughs> yeah. than there are days in a month. There were, At least here in America. There were some doubled up for sure, yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, it's good. Alright, so let's get this started here. Tell us what your worst musical or entrepreneurial experience was. Playing shows for venues where you don't end up getting paid. That's probably, I mean, because to be honest, I really enjoy like every aspect of what I do. I feel right. very lucky. 
but that's maybe the one or two times where um, you know if you're expecting money you put in work for these people and then all of a sudden they back out of the it contract. never shows up yeah, yeah. And you're just like you know unfortunately I don't ask for enough money where I'm like I'm gonna take you to court over right. this because I would lose out horribly right. but you get burned and it's it's happened a few times and it's it's always terrible or on the flip side like a last minute cancellation those always suck yeah well that just happened to you yeah a couple of them yeah but uh and we've all been there yeah and I, I mean then you're and you're just out and you're like you know if, if uh they give you ample time then you maybe you can find another show but i think for me, those cancellations, at least at this point in my career, are less about, oh shoot, I I don't have any shows this weekend, and more about, I spend time telling people to come to this, right. to come to your venue yep. to play this show, and those people are going to show up yep. to your place, and they're gonna be so disappointed that, I, that I'm not there. Coincidentally, there was a, a situation the same weekend, um, where another musician I knew, won't name names because I don't want to, but uh, um, they had a, uh, a show that they were playing canceled and they received a voicemail from a number they didn't know about, uh, it was basically a, a complaint about the fact that they weren't there and they drove all the way there and no one let them know that the gig was canceled. I mean, it was a last second show, so even updating your social media, you know, not not Facebook or anything, that's pretty instantaneous, but to say through your website, sometimes there's like a delay on on the update. You gotta notify Yeah, people. and so um, he actually received basically like hate mail oh. because he wasn't there. And uh, after calling the person back and explaining the situation was fine, but like, yeah, I mean, that, that happens and it sucks. I've definitely been there. Music lovers and creators alike, if you're seeking a new way to grow your business in music videos and the arts, then you've landed in the right place. Brews and Eats with Badass Beats is all about getting you the information you need to grow and earn as an artist. Every week, I sit down with some of the most influential artists that are actually making it work to learn how they did it and what makes them different from the rest. If you're absolutely in love with this badass podcast, then go to JudHaley.com forward slash badass and sign up to get notified about every new episode every week okay and tell us the moment that you realized i want to be a musician i want to pursue this you know full-time yeah this is my aha moment to be a musician sure because i was working several odd jobs i graduated in 2008 like right at the beginning of the recession really hitting hard and I went to school for graphic design and studio art. And so that was originally my intention. That was my career goal. But I started picking up music when I was in college. And uh, I knew I loved it and I wanted, to be, wanted it to be part of my, my life in one way or another, whether it be playing open mic nights or the occasional show here and there. But um, at the time, I was applying for jobs, hundreds of jobs, um, and serving in bartending. Uh, to try and make ends meet, but I'd play a, play a show here and there. And then all of a sudden, uh, through word of mouth, I started getting more show opportunities and loving it even more, playing for crowds that were really, really into what I was doing. And uh, eventually, I, I looked at my schedule with my work and my schedule with music, 
and music was conflicting with my work because I was getting booked out so much. And that in my head, that was like the moment where I'm, I thought, you know, I, why don't I just do this? Why don't I give this a shot? I'm making more money doing this than I am bartending or doing anything else. And I love it. And, uh, and I just dove in head first. That was about nine years ago, I suppose. And uh, I haven't looked back. I've just been, been able to sustain myself and play and get out. And, uh, I mean, seriously, I, I feel so lucky and I love every second of it. I get to. There you go, kids. Just yeah. do it. Follow your dream. Just, just do it. What are you waiting for? You have, you. All right. So let's go to the lightning round, where I'm gonna just, I'm gonna ask you a bunch of questions, and without thinking, I want you to go to like the first thought that comes to your mind. The, don't even think about it. Just, just answer it. Uh, what was holding you back from becoming a professional musician? Uh, work. That was probably the biggest thing. Work. Yeah. Earning that solid money. Yeah, consistency of... It was terrifying to dive in and be like, well, now if you're not playing, you're not making money. But at the end of the day, when you know that you can accomplish something, when you can earn money, you can accomplish it by uh, this means, you know, playing music or, or whatever that entrepreneurial step is, mm -hmm. the one thing that stands in between you and do, following what you want to do is literally just doing it. Right. That's it. Right. Because you're, if, if you know that that's on the line, if, if whether or not you eat is on the line, yeah. you're going to make money. Yeah, you have to. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received when it came to music? Be confident. I mean, if you're, that's got to be the biggest. Uh, you know, say you're playing a song and you maybe mess up a chord. Just be confident in that mess up and just keep playing through it. Or you miss a like a lyric or something, you know? If the less attention you draw to it, the less anyone else is going to notice. I can't tell you how many times they fuck up at a show. Right. Uh, I, I would say that's the biggest thing. Um, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Todd Douglas, the uh, first time he ever saw me play was at an open mic night. And he's like, you were the most timid, like quiet in a microphone. Like, I mean, I, granted, I was getting up playing original songs and I yeah. was like trying them out on people. It's like. You know, it's scary. Well, that's what you do then, so. Yeah, and so uh, I got up there and, um, you know, years down the line after I've been playing a bunch of shows and everything, he's like, it's night and day, just how, he's like, little timid Tim, all of a sudden, <laughs> he's super confident. Yeah. And does it. And I, yeah, but it's just doing it over and over and over again. Sure, yeah. You know? And I love it, man. It's, and then feeding off that energy, you know? Right? Oh, so good. So good. What's a personal hab habit that contributes to your success? What do you do every day or every show that contributes to people wanting to come back and hang out with you? Drinking? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, I I think it's just uh, being engaging. I think that's a huge part. Um, you know, there's like even if you don't want to. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's so many people that show up that really appreciate what we do and. Uh, you know, they, they go out of their way to come watch you play, and as long as you you acknowledge them, you recognize that they're there, you make them feel like, you know, it's worth their time to come watch you, that's, it makes a huge difference. Huge. Yeah. I totally agree. What are you currently listening to? What's in your CD player? Oh, man. Uh, it's been in my CD player for a while, but uh, Chris Stapleton, Traveler, man, I'm just, I can't stop listening to it. It's, it's one that I find myself... Even when I buy new albums, I still go back to it and I listen to it. Um, that's been 
huge, huge, huge. Um, Mark Broussard, A Life Worth Living. Yeah. It's a great album as well. Uh, otherwise, on a total flip side, I've gotten way into Little Dicky. Do you know who Little Dicky no. is? No, oh my God. Check this out. Total uh, white boy rapper. Okay. And hilarious. Like he, he knows that he fits the bill as the white boy rapper, <laughs> and he just plays it to his strengths. Got some really incredible stuff. Really, really catchy. Really. Uh, he's got a song called "Save That Money." Yeah. Because he's Jewish. <laughs> Again. Oh, I think I Again, know this is hilarious. Yeah. But the whole song is about like spending the least amount of money as you can. <laughs> but making this, like his video is this really elaborate video. And it's it's awesome. Put a shout out to Caleb Holly. Oh, who just yeah. released an incredible it's so cool. tribute to Minneapolis. Because it, it prints all over that album. Oh, yeah. I've seen, and his advertising for it was so awesome. Awesome. Little awesome. quick clips of him just dancing behind like the green screen wall. Like, oh. You know he's a Minnesota local guy? Yeah. I had no idea. Him and, uh, I actually found him through Chris Lawrence, another local guy. I found him through my old bass player, Ryan Butler. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and he's. He's unbelievable. Yes. He's a monster. Yep. He is. He's in New York now, I think. I think he's been in New York for a while, yep. right? Yep. Okay. Um, if you could recommend one book uh, to anybody that's that's thinking about diving into the music career or an online resource, what would it be? That's a really good question. Um, you know, to be honest, I, I really haven't dove into a lot of literature. I think, for me, I'm, I'm fortunate that the group of people I surround my with, like in the local music scene, I mean, they're probably my best resource as yeah. far as like trying new things, different things, because there's so many people, in, especially in the Minnesota scene, yeah, and the local scene here, that uh, they just have so much information. I'm, you know, in the grand scheme, I'm still kind of a rookie when it comes to all this stuff. Right. And so, uh, you know, Adam Daniel, he's played in multiple bands, traveled overseas, uh, Tim Mahoney, all those, you know. So you lean on your network, your connections. I, I would say more than anything, um, but as far as like, I mean this really isn't music related, but as far as like an inspirational uh, book that kind of made me dive harder into like going after it, I've always been such a huge fan of Into the Wild. That counts. Yeah, that's. I a, mean, that's an amazing. Book. That would be. I, I. I read it. I mean, I read it probably once or twice a year, just because I love it. And the whole idea of like just giving up on everything and just going just after what it. what you want. Right. You know, that's that was basically what you did when you dive into the music scene. So uh, you're right. You you are literally diving into the wild. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a bit of. Uh, I mean, obviously, don't a die. At, don't die at the at end. The end is yeah. what I was gonna say. That's what. How do you How do you feel inspired at the end of the book? That would be my other advice: is <laughs> yeah. don't die. Don't die while trying to do. Don't this. eat the bad berries. <laughs> well, finally, how can we connect with you? The website's getting finished. Uh, TimothyHowMusic.com. Okay. Uh, TimothyHowMusic.com. Yep. Otherwise, Facebook, YouTube, everything is uh, Timothy How Music, which yeah. is probably the. I mean, I purposely tried to make sure that it was all the same, yeah. easy to search for. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I try and do Facebook Live shows every once in a while. Yes. And uh, especially through Facebook, my schedule is constantly updated. So uh, check it out. It's, 
lots of opportunities. So this isn't your first introduction to Timothy Howe. I know you've seen him in other videos, um, but it was certainly a safe bet when it came to starting this series. He was, I knew he was gonna be interesting and you did not fail at all. So um, thanks for participating in the first segment of Brews and Eats with Badass Peeps. Badass Peeps. <laughs> I'll be a badass peep, I'll take it. Cheers guys, Cheers. thanks for hanging out with us. Well, music lovers, what an episode packed full of great information. Like Timothy said in a nutshell, you can't win them all over, so be confident in who you are. Sometimes the risk you take is not really a risk at all if you believe in yourself. Just like with every adventure, the first step is always the scariest. After that, it's all about continuing to walk the journey you set out to have so many steps ago. My name is Judd Haley, and this has been One Badass Adventure with you. We'll see you on the next episode.